to the 423 Soccer Pod. This is the post-match rant. And as you know, if you've listened to us on the post-match rant, we talk about the match that we just watched. And what we just watched was our first, like, dipping our big toe into Nisa action with CFC going down to somewhere around Charlotte uh, to play Stuptown Athletic and come out of that match with a 2-2 draw. I think it was officially listed as Matthews, North Carolina, but then I think I heard that contested earlier. Yeah, but we, yeah, well. they're not even in Matthews. That's where the that's where Stumptown I think is located, and and Matthews is the community that has it carries the nickname Stumptown, but I don't even think they play there. But first, you know, Todd, before I forget, let's introduce ourselves. This is Jim. You can find me on Twitter. You can block me, mute me, yell at me, DM me on Twitter at uh, Chattagooner. And this is Todd. You can find me at Great Footballer on Twitter. And I have noticed quite a few people doing that to you lately. <laughs> Yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> All the above, my friend. I don't know. I don't know. You, you know, you can't tell. You can't tell when you're blocked. So that's always interesting. So I, one clue that somebody has blocked you is when you when you're tweeting back and forth with somebody, and somebody else likes their tweet, but you can't tell who likes it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Either that person is private or I've done I've done something bad. So I did lose a follower, a CFC follower, and I, I may reach out and figure out what I did or said to to lose to lose him, but or maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh but that's not what we're here to talk about, Todd. I don't I don't think anybody's I don't think anybody really wants to hear about our or at least my um travails on the Twitter. Uh, we have a match to kind of review, and so I guess first, just kind of go over the overall stats. Do you want me to do that? And you yeah, just, you well, don't because I, I don't have the just... goal scorers, but I have I have all I have some version of the truth uh, in <laughs> stats. So uh, game was uh, at Stumptown tonight. Final score: CFC two, uh, Stumptown two. Uh, goal scorers in the uh, 27th, Felipe Oliveira. Uh, Oliveira tallies for the brace in the 56th. Uh, Grant had a uh, penalty. Anthony Grant for Stumptown pulled one back in the 58th on a penalty. And then uh, West for Stumptown in the 61st equalized and led your final score 2-2. Uh, so I guess you can take us to your uh, gym stats. Yeah, this... go, to, go to the Statmaster Five Thousand. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, the asterisks on the four two three soccer pod stats. I kind of tuned in and out a little bit at the beginning and some parts of the second half. So I don't know how I would I wouldn't go to I would not um, I would not be these would not be the the any I would not be betting on these. So, but I also would not bet on the Mykuju stats. Uh, <laughs> So I guess before we get into the stats, I did notice that my Kuju had had all functions available tonight, which I was happy to see. So I could quickly reference goal scoring opportunities, things like that. And it did have stats, although they were grossly inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if they use the features, it's a really they did use the feature where you could they marked the goals. Although so I tried to go back at halftime and watch 
although they've they've marked the time of the second goal incorrectly. So when you go to the time that's marked, it's like they're celebrating and running back and going back to the to the center. And you're spot. sitting there waiting on like another goal to happen. Yeah, and so you have to you have to manually kind of back up a little bit and and to see that second goal. But anyway, here here is what I have for stats, and I'll go ahead with the the first half stats from CFC. Again, we had that one goal on eight shots. Four of those shots were on target, so not a bad not bad efficiency there with a 50 percent of our shots on target. Uh, we got two corners and six fouls. Stumptown had no goals on three shots. None of their shots were on target. They did have three saves uh, of our shots. Uh, one of their shots was blocked. They had a corner. They were called offside once. They had eight fouls. Neither team had a yellow or a red in that first half. So what did you see in the first half? First of all, um, I guess the, the starting lineup, what did you yeah, see? Yeah, starting lineup from uh... – well, it, it's a it's a lineup. I don't believe we saw this combination all year. If we have, uh, I do not remember it. So uh, we had uh, Torgay uh, in between the sticks, and then from left to right, we uh, the back line. We came out in a in a in a four four two box uh, in the midfield. Uh, Laidley on the left, Dunstan and Lima holding down the center. Uh, Ruben uh, on the right, and then uh, moving up to midfield, we had uh, Lensana and Valencio. And then flanked uh, to the a little more forward, and on the wings was Walsh and Cole. And then up top we had Maxi running with uh, Oliveira. Yep. So back so to back I to guess the overall, four four two. Yeah, yeah. Back to the four four two, and you know this. We knew this was an exhibition tonight, so uh, we, you know we knew we may not see uh, the regular starters, but it was nice to see these players get a run out, and I thought most of them played fairly well for the evening. Um, I did not get a chance to uh, recognize the formation that they were running, uh, but uh, I, you know, I guess as far as this is a kind of tried and true for for these guys, and uh, I, I don't guess overall I was uh, uh, nothing surprised me too much about it. I don't guess. Yeah, I mean it was you know heavy rotation. This is a friendly, and so I think it, you know the club was taking the opportunity to give give guys a run out that haven't played. A whole lot in the Members Cup and and throughout the NPSL season, uh, so we could kind of work on and look at depth. And so you know, it's well, it's like you said, it was nice to see Lima back from injury, yeah, uh, as well as Ruben. Yeah, uh, the, uh, this, was this Ruben's first start? I know uh, he had. I can't remember. It may be. It may have been. I, I I can't remember either. And he and he was also well. This we t- they talk about. We think this is the first time he had been at right back. Yeah, yeah. I I was. I you know when I saw the when I saw the four, you know I I assumed maybe Dunstan was going to be playing out at a fullback because I don't know if I don't know I've seen him play fullback, but I don't know that we've ever seen Ruben play fullback. But I mean he was he was fine. I didn't I didn't really have. Again, our you know we're going to cover this, but our goals were not a result of systems or you know lack of game control or anything like that. It's it's just the typical CFC story um, where where we we give up goals where the the other team you know only has like a couple of passes. So, well, I'll start uh, I guess uh, going down uh, the uh, kind of minute by minute, if you will, of the first half. And uh, we can stop and, and talk about things. Uh, I thought just to get off uh, right from the kickoff, I thought both sides were a little bit sloppy with the ball. 
there were some easy giveaways and uh, maybe some kind of easy half chances at both ends. And uh, things just kind of had to settle down uh, uh, to start out with. I think our first real chance came in, in the eighth minute. Uh, we had forced a turnover in the midfield. Uh, and a shot came in off the right side. I believe Wilshire had that shot. And, and it forced uh, Stumptown to make a to make a save. Um, so that was kind of like that was kind of like a warning of things to come because in the first like I say from the fifth maybe to uh, Oliveira's goal uh, in the 27th, CFC really uh, it's not so much that they dominated possession but they did dominate chances. Yeah, I, I was going to say that that uh, you know I felt Stumptown had had a lot of possession, but I don't think it was very meaningful possession. And they really didn't, they really didn't advance much past the midfield and, and, and really never were able to, you know, really threaten the goal. Uh, so they had possession, but I thought, I felt like, you know, you know, I've, I've, I've said it a couple of times that organization is not really our strong suit, but I felt like there were many times in the first half where, um, you know, at least those that back six, the back four, and the two kind of the two DMs were doing a pretty good job of staying staying in shape and and really not not allowing Stumptown to really do a whole lot, um, even with the possession that they had. And in the 16th, uh, Oliveira had uh, had his uh, first chance of the game. Uh, ball came in. Uh, Max uh, centered the ball, and Oliveira just put it over the crossbar. Uh, just kind of continued this uh, putting pressure on the Stumptown goal. Uh, CFC in the 24th minute, uh, Laidley had got a turnover, forced a turnover, kept the ball, uh, and a good individual effort, and uh, he shot the ball. It was right at the keeper, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, 25th, Oliver again. Uh, he gets in, and he taps the ball. I don't know if you remember this. He taps. The goal's kind of gaping open, but he can't get a lot on the ball and he just kind of taps it towards the goal, and the Stumptown defender just clears it off the line. And and I'm sure he was just furious that he missed that chance because it was just rolling ever so slowly toward the goal. Yeah, I may have met, that may be one of that may be one of the times when I looked up and I could tell something happened, but I really didn't know what. So I don't know if that if that chance was really reflected because I saw a reference to it on the uh, CFC Twitter account. And I was like, I don't think I put that down. So that may be a shot in a block that that isn't really – well, I guess – yeah, because I have no shots blocked. So, Or I guess that would be a clearance. But um, yeah. yeah, the defender defend, defender just ran in and just cleared. It, it had to have been within inches of going over. So. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I, I did see a reference to it on CFC's Twitter account. So I knew I'd missed something. Um, but I, I didn't know what it was. So yeah, you could add a, a ninth shot and a fifth shot on target to our uh, to our stats. And then he made good in the twenty seventh. Uh, Oliver with the goal uh, forced uh, off of another midfield turnover. I thought uh, CFC did a really good job of pressuring their midfield and and turn and making those turnovers into into real chances. And then twenty seventh, we saw that uh, there was a midfield turnover. Valenciano. Uh, wins the ball ultimately and splits their defense wide open. Oliver just kind of opens up his right hip and puts the ball in, in the far corner. Uh, it was a really calm collective uh, finish, left the keeper really exposed. 
but the ball by Valenciano really is what did it. I mean, he just he just sliced that defense right open with and it. I, th- I think he had another one of those in the second half that resulted in a save. He did. He yeah. Did. Uh, it was it was almost identical too, yep. and mm-hmm. just couldn't couldn't convert. So that I mean, anything else in the first half? Again, we they really they never they didn't have a shot on target. They only had three shots total, uh, as far as I know. I mean, I, again, I may have slept through part, and I'm in. And if folks out there, if folks out there saw something different, please tell me. But actually, I have in the forty fourth, uh, Valenciano. I have that he did play another uh, ball through, and uh, Oliveira hit. He hit a dribbler right to the keeper, so that was at the end of the first half. Yeah, and then something else to note is um, it looked like Caleb Cole had an injury. He picked up at the end of the first half, and uh, he was uh, helped off the field. And I didn't see anything else made of it until we came back out in the second half, and Cam had came in, and yeah. I noticed that Cole was off. So I can only assume uh, that it was because of uh, injury. So it was was so, Cam the only switch at halftime? I know we're not at halftime that, yet. Yeah, that's the only one I noticed. So so we go into halftime uh, up one to nothing. I felt pretty good about things. I didn't feel like they had created any real chances, and I thought that we were being very concise uh, with the ball. Like we weren't. Uh, I'm not going to say we were direct, as in over the top, but we moved the ball with a purpose through midfield, and, and I thought that it resulted in, in a lot of chances. And uh, I thought that we were probably uh, definitely deserved to be up one nothing, if not maybe two to nothing at halftime. So overall, I was pretty pleased with with what what I'd seen. I think so too. I yeah, I felt like we were we were the better team in the first half, and felt like we had a, a deserved lead. And that even if the possession, even if Stumptown had some of the possession, like I said earlier, it really wasn't purposeful. They really never they really never penetrated. Um, into the 18 or, or created any, any really danger, any dangerous chances or even half chances. So I was happy at halftime and, and felt, and, and felt if the, if the match continued on that, on that route, that it would be that, you know, that we could, we could get a two or three nil win. Um, but soccer isn't like that. <laughs> so. No. Uh, so to come out in the second half, like I've said, the only um, substitute that I can, I could tell because once again they weren't announced, and if they were, I definitely didn't hear it. Uh, I noticed that Cam did come in for Caleb, and I can only assume that was because Caleb took an injury, so it could have been precautionary. Uh, just really hard to tell if it's injury. Hope he's okay and uh, is on the mend quickly. Uh, I thought, you know, for me, I thought that uh, Stumptown came out with their foot on the gas. They looked a little more uh, intent on uh, taking the game to CFC. Um, did, did you notice that? Uh, yeah. Again, I, I I I don't remember. I didn't I didn't keep any notes. Uh, I wasn't. I guess I would say yes. I recognized it, but I still wasn't overly really concerned that much. I mean, I I don't remember, and you may have you may have taken notes. I don't remember really any. I didn't really feel like up until that penalty decision, I really didn't think that Steptown was going to score. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Although they had like a you know, little half chance here or there, it wasn't anything that I felt was, was a threat. And yeah. I, just, I just felt like that maybe they came out with a little more energy than CFC did, and I didn't. Well, think I think, I think they really started. Matched it. 
Yeah, I think they started both halves with a little more. I mean, you know, you referenced like minute five to whatever. Like the first five minutes, I, I really thought Stumptown came out and, you know, was was uh, pressing the issue a little bit, and even in the first half. So it, it really, you know, and they were a goal behind, so they they really needed to come out and, and do something. But I, again, but I, I didn't. I still don't, you know, I don't have anything that actually, uh, their energy actually turned into uh, real chances. Uh, I will say one of the uh, uh, first, you and I talked about that there were just, we've been kind of unlucky this year in some ways and we thought about there were three shouts probably for a possible penalty in this game and one of those uh, I actually have came in the 52nd minute there was a no call in the box on Oliveira I uh, couldn't get a good look at it but uh, there were definitely shouts for a penalty uh, there and then is that uh, the was that was that where he kind of got sandwiched I think he got knocked off yeah I think he just got knocked off the ball pretty good yeah uh, but it was more I, I guess you know it, it probably would have if it was on us I think we'd fit, probably feel hard done by but you know we haven't gotten many of those calls this year so right uh, and when you have three possibles and you had a penalty uh, on you know go against you in the game you're gonna think that well maybe one of them will go in our favor I wasn't I wasn't really I wasn't really enamored with that ref I mean to be quite honest there were there were a lot of tackles that I felt like were fouls, and I, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that uh, that CFC was. Um, that no, they, I thought it was both ways. Yes, that's yeah. That's what I'm suffering. That's what I'm suffering to say. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think that one side really got the benefit of of more calls at least of those tackles. I mean, there were, I mean, I remember one, I can't remember. It was, I think it was in the second half where one of our players cleaned the guy out. And I'm like, Oh, that's a yellow. And I look up and like, they're playing. And I'm like, yeah, what? he totally, he totally let them play. And I, and I will say with the exception of the penalty, I thought it was, was pretty evenly called match. And, and yes, yeah, just, just evenly players, called badly. Players, yeah. He let the players sort it out. And, you know, I think as a player, that's all you can ask for is for it to be consistent. And if, if you're going to let stuff go, then let it go both ways. If you're going to yeah. call it tight, just call it tight both ways. Just so, you know, players, that's all. I think that's all we want is consistency in a game. So, yeah. Uh, so to pick it up in the 56th minute, uh, Oliveira picks up his second goal uh, for the brace on the evening. Uh, Torge uh, picks the ball up out of goal, shuffles it out to uh, the left side. Walsh beats his man on the left, uh, puts in a nice cross. Uh, Vilshery. Uh, dummies it, and then Pipe is there. Pipe pipe. Is it Pipe? I hear it pipe, but every time yeah, I, I hear it, pipe. I say Pipe. Yeah. So Oliveira. Uh, Oliveira, Oliveira smashes it in. Great goal. Puts it uh, in the uh, right side of the net and uh, puts CFC up two to nothing. And at this time, I'm like, oh man, that was a great sequence. We we got our ears pinned back. You know, we're flying two to nothing. I'm feeling really good about things. Yeah, I was confident. I mean, again, I, I felt, you know, like I said, at the at the end of the first half, I thought if we could go ahead and and continue this through the second half, that we would that we would have a, a, a quality a quality win. And and, you know, when so when that when that went in, it was it was, you know, I felt like that was exactly I mean, it's what I expected to happen. Um, so, but well, you kind of get in that there's this time period, like from the 52nd to the 62nd, you know. It, things got a little wild. We had the no call in the box on Oliveira. Then Oliveira comes back and and uh, scores the nice goal. So I'm feeling 
I'm having a mix of emotions here, right? I had the no call in the box. I feel, I feel, uh, uh, I have a grievance. And then we go up two to nothing. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, Walsh is called for a foul in the box. And the uh, uh, Stumptown player, uh, Anthony Grant, steps up and converts the penalty to make it two to one. I'm feeling, once again, I'm on the emotional roller coaster. I'm like, okay. All right, they're back in the game, but this is still not the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, I, I up until the moment they scored that penalty, I didn't think they were going to score, and so I didn't really think you know, I, I you know, I thought we were I thought we still could have seen out the match, and so it's it's a little it's a little frustrating. I'm trying to rewatch trying to rewatch rewatch that little moment for the penalty. I, it's one of those things that, you know, even though we were it looked like we were watching the match from about a mile away. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that looks like a penalty. Um, but it looks like he just nip, nips him on the ankle a little bit, and he goes down. And I mean, I think the ref had a good look at it, and yeah, maybe it was a foul. Uh, I mean, nothing uh, Torgay can do about you know saving the penalty. Uh, two to one. You know, like I said, I still feel like we this is a result we can grind out. Um, and in a lot of this year's results, I still felt like we're going to see this out and, and come away uh, with a win. And then in the 61st, uh, long ball gets played over the top by Stumptown into our box. Uh, the ball hits one time in our box. Uh, Laidley uh, waits on the ball to come down. Stumptown player uh, West uh, runs basically through Laidley, takes the ball, and smashes it past uh, Torgate to equalize two to two in the 61st minute. At that point, I was like, what just happened? Yeah. I was pretty frustrated. At, I mean, I went from like, this is manageable to, uh, you know, wanting to throw whatever was in my hand at the time. And it was just one of those things that, you know, the ball comes in over the top and it, it hits in the box and, and Laley's just kind of waiting on the ball to come down. He's, he's about to clear it. But the ball just kind of sits up a little bit, and their player was uh, West was more aggressive and came through and uh, and, and took the ball off of, of Laidley in the air, and then uh, takes I think one touch and then just smashes it past Torgay. Um, you know, kind of left Torgay exposed there. I'm not really sure he could have done anything about that. Uh, but you know, for that ball, I would think Laidley's got to either head the ball back uh, to the keeper in the air or he's just got to make sure he positions himself where nobody can come around him. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got to do one of two things. He's he's got to play it in the air, either, you know, head it somewhere. Just get it get a head on it and 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 flick it somewhere. Preferably, you know, either, you know, to the keeper that he can catch it or to a side. Or he has to he has to position himself like you say so that the only way the other player can get to it is if he takes him out, if he goes through him. Uh, and, you know, he just – and the only thing – both of those both of those plays assumed that he knew there was a guy coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's probably – you know, that's – I mean, probably he just – he was unaware. He didn't, he didn't realize um, that there was somebody that – you know, in that position. Well, the other thing too, his body position is such where the player actually comes through on goals, uh, on the inside of him or kind of goal side. Um, so, I mean, he was just, everything about it was, was just kind of, 
off balance, you know, like yeah. not knowing the player was going to come in. And then the way his body was turned just kind of left it open for the player to come in and, and take the ball off of him in the air. And I'm sure that the, the, uh, the other player was just as surprised to be able to come in and, and uh, take it out of the air like that. But, uh, but yeah, he, he still he still has work to do. He's got to bring it down and finish. And yep. so and he did. Yeah, he did. He did. And you're right. I don't. I don't think. You know, I don't think the keeper has any. I mean, I don't know what you can. I mean, he's 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 about at the penalty spot, maybe even closer when he shoots it. So, I mean, it's it's really hard. So that that you know, then there really wasn't a whole lot in it for the last little bit, the last 20 minutes. Um, no, we had some subs come in. Uh, Miyachi came in. Zeka came in. Uh, I believe Webb came in. Uh, and you have to forgive us for not knowing the subs exactly because uh, they just kind of snuck in off screen and, and you just had to be like, oh, wait, you know, somebody that, – that blurry spot does not look the same as the blurry spot that was there before. Um, so there were a, a flurry of substitutions. And like you said, there really wasn't much in it after that. I mean – we had a couple of you know chances. I mean, we had the bicycle kick, which looks good, but you know doesn't count for anything. And we had a couple of corners, but uh, I don't know. After that, like like you said, I just I just didn't I didn't I didn't think we were going to come back and grab the winner. I just the it just never seemed like we were we were going to get it. You know now now that I'm watching now that I'm watching this on on a replay. Their penalty, their, um, yeah, I, I think it was a poor call. Um, I think, yeah, I because I'm watching it here. I I think the tack. I think he gets the ball with the and, well, he's coming from. The problem is he's coming from behind. So the, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a, I, you know, I, I guess. The first time I saw it, I thought, "Oh, that's a stonewall penalty." Uh, I wasn't surprised that he pointed to the spot, but now that I'm looking at it, um, it's a little closer than I initially thought. He he does get the ball, but the um, he gets I guess he gets some of the player after the ball. But yeah, I think it was the players were really frustrated about it. I can tell you that much. Yeah, so. and like I said, I was watching it, and I thought it was was Walsh. It was, um, yeah, and it and it was actually. You know, the ball that gets played through, it, it, it was a nice ball, actually, and it gets Walsh running the wrong way because his players came, you know, to the outside. So it's kind of a slicing ball. And, and really, it's just one of those things that, that the ball put Walsh in a bad position where he had to make a play on it one way or the other. And, and I think he just – he probably just nipped his ankle and, and the rep is going to make that call nine times out of ten. Well, the, the, the play, the, their player makes a really clever run off his shoulder. and Yeah, and yeah. And when the ball goes through, he's he's on the right side of the player, and he gets he gets the ball. Because you can just you can tell by the way the ball the direction of the ball changes, um, but he clearly gets him too. So, and I don't and I don't know what are the rules because you know the one thing that frustrates me again watching watching the them take the penalty. One thing that I just cannot stand is when a player starts and then completely stops and then starts again. Not, not, not the, not the, the, not the silly stutter step that, that, um, some players do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was thinking of, I was thinking of him. That's the extreme, but he, he take, he takes one step and stops and then goes forward. 
And I didn't think that was, I didn't think, that, well, you know, anyway, hey, it doesn't matter. It's a friendly, I, I, you know, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get too, I'm not going to get too bent out of shape on it, but yeah. yeah no, so, and and I, I guess uh, overall, I'm, I'm not going to get that bent out of shape either. It's like, you, I think you said you posted on Twitter, like your response was kind of like, meh. Yeah. And that's kind of, well, I always, you know, want to win, even if it's, uh, you have to look at friendlies or exhibitions the same way. If you win, you just kind of kind of be like, meh. And if you lose, you kind of got to just have the same feeling about it because ultimately it doesn't mean a whole lot. And, and motivation, you know, for something, it does change things. Uh, you know, obviously we didn't have our usual starters out there, uh, at least starting formation that we've been seeing. Uh but overall, you know, I was pretty happy with the team performance, except for, you know, uh, a three-minute span. And that three-minute span kind of sucked. Yeah. But outside of that, I thought they played fairly disciplined in the back. I thought they looked fairly coordinated not to have played a lot together. And I think maybe not – I know this is going to sound a little crazy. The fact that they didn't play a lot together – maybe made them a little bit more conservative in the back and through the midfield to kind of stay at home. Um, because I thought we looked fairly disciplined or not. Yeah. We, yeah, we've, yeah, again, I think part of it is that, you know, the, that four, four, two, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm watching their second goal over and over and over again and just kind of, just, kind of, just kind of shaking my head. You know we're we're doing a podcast over here. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I know, I know. It's just bounce. Uh he just he just doesn't know. He knows the players around, but he just does not deal with that urgently. Yeah, it's just it's just rough. I mean, you know, they they've got the ball. There's one pass to the midfield. The guy turns, looks up, chips the ball over the top, bounces once. He goes to clear it, and the guy just beats him to it. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh. It's really not – it's it's not exactly how I remember it. So it's not so much that he should have won it out of the air. It's really that – it's really the position – the body position I think you were talking about that yeah. that leaves him wanting. He has got to get himself – he has time to get himself in between the, the opposing player and the ball. He's got to make it so that the only way that player can get to that ball is to foul him, and he just doesn't quite get that right. He's going to clear it, and uh, – and he just, he just, the other yeah, player just gets to it first. Bo- he positioned his body to clear yeah. it by mm-hmm. the big right foot. Yep. And, uh, and while he was waiting on it to come down for him to smash it out, the guy just runs through. So, yeah. I will say this Torge did save our bacon uh, in about this, I think the 69th minute, 70th minute. Uh, they had a, they had a great, I think it, the ball was cut back and their player just smashes it from about 10 yards out and uh, he parries that wide and, and that really uh, saved the game, I thought, for CFC. So it was a big moment. Uh, you know, the difference between us going, eh, man, it's a draw, it's an exhibition, and being like, you know, really, really angry about this whole situation and, and you know, blowing a, a 2-0 lead and uh, end up losing 3-2. So, yeah. so it was a big save for him. Uh, you know, we do this, we do this again uh, next Saturday night with the same team at Finley. Uh, I do not look for us to trot out the same uh, starting 11 next week. I think uh, I would look for us to start out our usual uh, starters and and really try to uh, put our foot down on these guys. And uh, Because 
you know, it's one thing to go on the road and get a draw and an exhibition and to feel like you should have won it. Uh, it's another thing to be coming home and playing in front of the faithful at Finley. Uh, I, I don't think that, that the, uh, the players nor the coaches uh, would be uh, uh, very satisfied with the draw tonight, let alone next week um, at Finley. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think you'll, I still think you'll see, I still think you'll see some rotation. Um, you know, from the, from, rotation, the, from the main I would, 11. I think you'll see the main 11 start and I think oh, really? you'll see, I, yeah. And I think, but I think you'll see uh, more subs coming in the second half. That's just me. I, I just, I just don't see us letting our guard down at all at Finley. Yeah. I, but it's, it's still a, yeah, I guess because it's, there's only two matches left, right? So there's no, you're Correct. not really, you're not really saving the starters for anything. They've got one more, you know, I guess really, really nothing but pride on the line for that last members cup match, uh, you know, against the team that they probably feel like, you know, they should have taken care of. Um, oh, another Mich- another Michigan stars match. You should yeah. have uh, a game that you feel you should have smashed them. Yeah. And you about let them come back and win. Yeah, and, really. And we're yeah. I mean, we're a we're a. I feel like this is going to be another another match like Michigan Stars, where we the the final score of that game it could we could end up running out three zero winners. But hey, we got to take care of business next week against Stubbentown. Yeah. And uh, and I don't know. I I feel like there's actually something to prove next week. These these guys didn't have if this is their best side that they put out tonight then it wasn't good enough to hang with us on a, on a weekend and week out basis. And, and I think they got something to prove next week. Yeah. I don't know anything about, I haven't uh, compared kind of their, their starting lineups with the other matches that they've played. Um, you know, most of the other matches have been pretty competitive except for the one, <laughs> except for the one Miami uh, Philadelphia match that, that resulted in Philly's death, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> outside of that, the matches have, have been fairly competitive and, and I've been really surprised, you know, Miami played again tonight. They played Atlanta and Atlanta has drawn them both times they've played. So I was about to look up that score. So there you go, folks. Uh, Atlanta, although they may be a joke off the field uh, on the field, they apparently are pretty legit. Yeah. I think they, you know, from, from reading um, Cardick's comments about the match, they have got some, some, pretty good speed on the outside. So I don't know if they play like they sit back and counter, but uh, you, you know, we always, we always do really well against those types of teams. That was sarcasm for, for those yes. um, in the audience, but, but yeah, so the, you know, we, we've played against Miami and so we know what they can do. So to have them play Miami to two draws is, is, um, you know, again, they're friendlies, though. They're, these are all friendlies, and so it's hard to – you don't want to take, a, you know, everything from them, but it's still – you know, I'm, I was – I think if you're Atlanta, you gotta be you got to be pleased about being able to put together a squad and, you know. Now all you have to do is put together a fan base. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I know, but we don't get – you know, we don't get points for fan base, so – uh, you know, I, I, I want, I want to see us, I want to see us come out uh, next next spring with a little bit better showing. Than they also had. don't get money for wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing, this lower division soccer. Yeah, uh, I just the this is the what I what I was saying was um, 
I, I want to see better results in the spring than we've seen in, in the in, in the Members Cup. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know the players, the the staff. I mean, I'm, I'm not you know I'm not saying anything that that is uh, groundbreaking there. I mean, I think we all we all are a little disappointed in in how this season, how this kind of mini season or this competition kind of played out. Um, you know, we didn't we started off with some rough with some decent performances and bad results and and we're really just never able to I mean we turned we just really never able to turn it around and and so it's you know we're we're a you know just just in case everyone's forgotten we're a close a close offside call from losing half the matches that we played so you know it's um you know we I just want to see something better than that in the in the spring. I'm looking forward to it because these these teams. But at uh, the same time, you know, there's a certain confidence and swagger that you get from being able to put together some wins. And you take that first game against Cosmos, and you know, if our free kick goes in instead of hitting the crossbar, and we walk out of there with a the draw, and you know, we get the call in Detroit City where Webb gets like taken out and probably a red cardable offense. Uh, and and all of a sudden you're walking away from those two games with two points and not no point and you know it, that that's a total that's a totally different position than and when you're going into that third game as opposed to where we were sitting on no points and all that pressure yeah to 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 win against what was that third game against Michigan Stars yep yeah it was the one yeah. it, it was the one at home I think we yes, had it was, it was what game. it was a it was uh, a game that was broken up with a bunch of I think I think there was a weather delay at least at the beginning of the match and and they got a a really junk goal um you know and then we I think we, I think they got a I think they scored did they score first I don't remember I know that they did yeah they, their goal was a little real sloppy and uh, we we came back and 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 fought back for a draw but you know um I I was not I wasn't I wasn't really in a good mood after that after that third match but well anyway. it, just, it just set up really strange for us after going zero and two in those those first matches and i thought that we had played uh well enough to get uh a couple of points out of those matches yeah uh, so I, I mean you wonder how things could have played out differently had you know our free kick gone in had you know this little call or that little call went our way and it doesn't seem like anything has gone our way this year uh, man, because sometimes just a little bit of luck leads to momentum, and people start hitting things with confidence. And instead of hitting crossbars, you're hitting the back of the net. So, you know, overall, I think we're all disappointed with how the Founders Cup went. Uh, having said that, we all see it, it could have, uh, it can be better. Uh, yeah. I don't, you know, the efforts there. The, the qualities there, it just, the ball literally, we, and as CFC fans, we haven't had to say this for a long time. We just didn't get the bounces. I, yeah. I just, for a whole season, we didn't yeah. get the bounces. Yeah. Well, so. maybe, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do, uh, after the last match, we will, maybe we'll have some other folks on and do a full season autopsy <laughs> and kind of go through, Very go, good. go back and, and, and revisit. Uh, and then also, just in case, you're listening to this and you're, you haven't been on Twitter. You don't know Detroit went to New York and got a win. So, so does that seal it up for them? It doesn't seal it. Cause I think they have an extra game to play. They have a game in hand, but Detroit had two, I mean, excuse me, New York had two draws already. 
and and so they were already you know if all things were if if Detroit had had um, even with a draw tonight Detroit uh, would would be up a couple would be up a couple of points on them uh, and so this win makes it it's really it's Detroit's to lose I mean I think they've got I think they've got two more games and they probably have to look at the table they probably could draw them and and still because I think they also have goal difference if I remember correctly uh, I think they had goal difference before the match and so now that they've they won this they won two one their goal difference is even better so I, mean, I have to I have to say um, and this would be the last thing I say on this because you know we're it's already 47 minutes for a, a game that was a friendly that ended in a draw that I don't think either of us care that much about. Um, I have to, I mean, I've been really impressed with what they've done in the members cup. I, I, you know, I thought, uh, you know, with, with bringing in new players and, and switching around and, you know, and, and seeing them play a couple of times and in playing against them in the preseason, then watching them play. Um, I think they've, they have raised their level of play quite a bit and throughout, I mean, from, even from, even within these, these eight matches they've played. And so I think that's a testament to the to the club and the coaching staff they have, and um, you know I've just been impressed by it. I'm, I I won't say I'm shocked by it or surprised by it. I don't want to, you know, want to bring the wrath of the Northern Guard on me, but um, you know they've uh, they've got a lot to be proud about, and they're building something nice up there in Canada. So, well, but that's the only downfall. It is in Canada. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they won't leave so, Nisa for that new Canadian Premier League. Yeah. So to wrap it up tonight, uh, from uh, somewhere in North Carolina, not Charlotte, not Matthews, but not Stumptown either. Uh, final score: Stumptown Athletic two, CFC two goals. Uh, the brace by Felipe Oliveira in the twenty seventh and fifty sixth. Um, penalty converted by Stumptown in the fifty eighth by Grant, and then the equalizer by West in the sixty first. Uh, ties it up and uh, it's an exhibition match uh, doesn't mean anything to anybody except uh, I guess playing for pride we'll see these guys back next week at Fort Finley 6 p.m. Uh, next week uh, you will not be here no uh, so I won't figure out what we do about the post-match uh, rant we'll figure it out during the week and I guess everybody can catch us on on the social medias. Yep. So as, as all of you know, you could find the podcast at four, two, three soccer pod. You could find me, uh, at Chattagooner. You can also find the podcast at on anchor.fm or any place that you find your podcast. You can probably find us as well. Um, and again, you can find me at, uh, at Chattagooner. And you can find me Todd at great footballer. So until we see y'all again, uh, again next we'll go again next week with Stumptown in, in Finley. <laughs> go CFC. Go Blues. Oh, it's not a there, uh, with a cheeky goal.